and welcome. Welcome back, Kyle High Club. This is episode 7 on March 7th, 2019, uh, Thursday. I guess just a quick personal update on me. Um, this past weekend, last Friday on the 1st, I went to a Christina Pazinski comedy show. Um, she's Tom Segura's wife and also a famous comedian. And it was fucking awesome. She was hilarious. Um, the opener and uh, the featured comic was uh, were really funny as well. I think that's what they call the guy in the middle. I don't know. Um, and then the headliner is Pazinski. Uh, and she was fucking hilarious. Um, and yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, I ended up having a couple drinks. You know, I was feeling good. Had a, had a good time. Um, but unfortunately, and it started. It was snowing that night. Um, and I decided to go out. You know, a couple places, go to some bars. Um, you know, just try to meet some people. See if I can meet some lady friends. Um, Probably had a little too much to drink, but I wasn't plastered. I wasn't hammered. But unfortunately, on the walk back to my car, I slipped on some ice and fucking busted the fuck out of my head. Um, and it fucked me up instantly. I remember walking around the streets just like, fuck, like my head fucking hurts like so bad. Um... I think I, I remember I met up with some random dude, I don't remember how, but he wanted to smoke. So I went back to my car, realized I didn't have the butt on me, so he was like, well, fuck this. And then he was like, dude, you should get an Uber, like you're kind of fucked up. Um, I was like, and I don't remember, I, I think I refused, but then i th- pretty sure I tried to get one because I saw in my car the next morning that tried ordering an Uber like seven times and it got declined each time and fucking bank shut my car down because two separate times that night I withdrew a hundred dollars from an ATM which isn't that much money but I usually don't do shit like that um so they probably just assumed I my car was stolen or something like that and so they shut it down, and I even added a decline charge for McDonald's because I tried to get McDonald's. Uh, I ended up paying cash because I had a receipt and woke up on my couch with the worst headache I've ever had in my life. Um, and a bag of McDonald's. What did I have? I had. I know I had two 10 piece McNuggets, so a 20 piece McNugget, and. Oh yeah, some cheesy bacon fries, Jesus. But, I mean, the shit was cold by the time I woke up. But it was, you know, put in the put in the nuke, nuke it up a little bit. It wasn't too bad. I mean, I was fucking hungover as fuck, so I needed something. And the worst, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I haven't had any diagnosed concussions, but I'm pretty sure I've had them. Um, you know, I've had, you know, the night of or the day after like a football game he had a throbbing headaches um and my mom said I was throwing up one time but I don't remember that time so who knows um 
but as far as I remember, this is the worst, I guess, quote-unquote, head injury I've had. Um, I don't really want to call it an injury because I'm not doing anything but besides, like, sitting behind a desk. But, I mean, I was fucked up all weekend, all Saturday. I just sat on my couch, didn't move. Like, I couldn't, couldn't, um chew on the right side of my mouth like I couldn't use my jaw at all I could barely open my mouth to eat like it was fucking it sucked um it sucked but feeling better uh Monday felt good did the MMA podcast um Tuesday felt fine both Monday and Tuesday were kind of stressful work wise I just had a lot to do a lot of deal with, a lot of new stuff I haven't seen before, but expected to continue the same workflow and stuff, which is fine. I like a challenge. I like being busy. I'd rather be busy than, you know, sticking my thumb in my ass all day and looking at Twitter or some bullshit. But, um, I don't know. Um, I felt fine Monday and Tuesday, but then Wednesday, yesterday, I woke up with a pretty bad headache and knew I shouldn't go to work. Um, I just worked from home, worked, did as much as I could. I actually got a good amount done. Um, and then today I felt, I felt better as soon as I woke up. I felt great. Um, you know, I kind of felt sluggish not being able to, you know, going into work because I haven't worked out in fucking. I haven't worked out all week because my head is, at least since Friday, has been off through the weekend, felt all fucked up. Monday and Tuesday, it definitely wasn't 100%. Like, it felt better, but, I mean, there's still some pain there now, but it's pretty, at least physically, I think I could, I could start to work out, hit the bag again. But then, three, four hours in the day, I just got a fucking crazy-ass headache and just felt like complete shit. Um, All the lights in the office are too bright, all the constant chattering from, like, you know, any noise was really bothering me. It's just something... I mean, it's just the symptoms of a concussion, but, I mean, you know, I don't really know. I want to blame it on that either. I think maybe a little stress-induced headache as well. Work has definitely picked up a little bit, and expectations all for the same money. So, I mean, my review came up, and we'll see how that comes out. But, yeah, it's neither here nor there. But, you know, doing better. Um, I really wanted to do another episode. Um, you know, I haven't done a Kalahai, just a regular Kalahai episode. I did an MMA podcast Monday, but I wanted to do, you know, just a regular episode talk about random shit, get high, and fuck it, um, and today I was like, okay, today's the day, you know, when I woke up, I was like, when I get home, I'll do it, um, and then my head started hurting, felt like shit, um, came home, I slept a little bit, drank a lot of water, um, and I really still don't feel better now, but it's definitely more manageable, there's not as much, there's not as much bright lights, and, uh, you know, just background noise and just annoying, I don't know, just annoying things around you. I feel like those fluorescent lights in the office, man, they're too bright. They they kind of bother me. They really kind of do. 
Um, but whatever. It's life. I'll deal with it. I'll be fine. I'm hoping I'll be back 100% tomorrow and definitely the weekend. I can start fucking working out again because I'm just starting to feel a little stressed out because I'm not able to fucking, you know, punch my stress out or lift some weights out of it. It's all just like bundling up right now because I fucking was an idiot on the weekend. I got too drunk and fucking bumped my head. I'm fucking Humpty Dumpty. Fucking come on, dude. Get your shit together. But whatever. Um, so I just ran it about myself, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> see what I got written down for these notes. <laughs> so I guess just because I'm talking about work a little bit I'll just I won't talk about my specific work but I'll talk in general business and tech terms or whatever just in today's age um, at least it's my belief that tech and data has to drive business you know in the digital age um I mean, I don't know many business, like at least large-scale enterprise businesses that aren't operating on internet or have databases or whatever. Um, the only businesses I could think of that might still deal with cash and stuff is like, I don't know, tattoo artists, things like that. But even they have credit carding systems and they, you know, they give you printed receipts from the machine, all that stuff. But, I don't know, I just notice, at least in the large corporate world and just corporate America, at least, uh, this isn't, this, this isn't, uh, my opinion on what I'm about to say isn't based on, you know, the ones that are killing it in the game, like Amazon or Google or Apple uh, Verizon, I mean, any of the big tech conglomerate companies, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I mean, they obviously know data and technology drives their business because they're a technology and data-driven business. That's why they're so fucking big. But as far as other businesses, like I work for Crate Union, like services company or whatever and even though it's definitely technology and data driven we're still using lots of old technology um i mean because a lot of these files have been around since you know before there was computers you know 50s 60s and shit like that like i updated some charter names today that were you know back in their dates are back in the 60s and 50s that's when these credit unions fucking formed and are registered with the national credit union place or whatever um, so it's definitely understandable and it's hard to migrate when you have stuff in old systems and the new systems very rapidly um, you know it's easier to do, but but the point I'm making is it's easier to do with technology than it is to do with people um and I'm not saying you should fucking fire everybody that doesn't know technology. 
when it comes to yeah I don't know but that I mean that's <laughs> I don't want to say that but that's kind of my opinion like I feel like if you don't have a technical background because anybody can learn the business the business is the business you know what are you selling are you selling shoes Selling water bottles, what are you selling? Selling plastics, selling insurance, selling stocks, what are you selling? Okay. How are you making money? Like, how are you doing that? How are you marketing it? What's your business plan? What are your numbers? Okay, I know the business. Simple. <laughs> it's simple. A business management degree is might be, at least once you get past the introductory courses. It's probably one of the easiest degrees to get because it's really all just opinion based and especially in I don't know I would say especially in today's college, but I think it's good because they teach you how to manage people you know it's really a study of people, and yes, you do need managers that know how to manage people within their individual teams and stuff like that and be able to communicate and have interpersonal relationships with each other and you know, can trust each other to, you know, put their egos aside and work together on whatever the goal is or whatever you're selling or making. Um, so, yes, the value of interpersonal skills is heavily needed, but I think you should have some kind of technical background as well, at least if. I don't know, man. It's just... I don't know. I guess I'm really biased on I'm very biased on this. Because all I want to say is, like, what do business people do all day? Like, I'm really... What do they do? Like, literally, the business people who... I mean, they, I guess they literally just have meetings and talk with other business people and they make decisions on what they want to see and what, how they want things ran. But they barely even know how to look like, how to like sort an Excel Microsoft sheet. Like, but they're, but these people are dictating how their data gets stored forever and that you can use this data for analytical purposes to increase your business your business in ways you couldn't by just looking at you know raw sales numbers or just asking other people hey how are we doing what should we do I mean you got raw data and shit that you can analyze and make inferences off of but yeah I don't know I guess I'm just biased on that and I really don't have too much to say but I think and it's just my opinion I'd be willing to discuss it with somebody that disagrees but I wouldn't even disagree with them because I see their side because you need you need to have interpersonal skills and people skills and at least business knowledge, like you need to know. What do you need to know? I need. I was thinking of things of what do you need to know, but I'm like, I don't know. You just need to know, like the. It's just 
business laws, but that's for business lawyers. I don't know. There's just a lot of a lot of middle managers and of a lot a of middle administrators, and I that really I think, in my opinion, probably do nothing all day but talk back and forth and schedule meetings um, with other business people um, that don't really know what's going on, at least as far as what's showing up. And their databases, their data, or what's driving, you know, this or that, where it's coming from. How can it be upgraded? What's causing, you know, some some uh, roadblocks or you know obstacles? Um, I don't know, but I guess a fuck what I think. Also related on that, I I see a lot of people do this, but what's up with the, I mean, I know what's up with the stickers on the uh, webcam on the laptop, like you don't want somebody hacking into your shit and spying on you, but come on people, who cares, Um, if they want in, they're going to get in. Are you doing the same on your phone? Because a phone is the same thing as a fucking laptop. It's just smaller. And you can make calls, so it's actually better. I mean, it's not as efficient as doing work and stuff because you don't have a full keyboard, the big screen. You can't have multiple windows, shit like that. You can't run. I mean, you can run some, like, spreadsheets and business-related tools and things like that, but you, can't. you might even be able to develop, too. I'm sure there's fucking programs out there to develop off your phone. But essentially, point's the same. The phone is a smaller version of a computer or a laptop. I mean, it's a computer inside of a phone. That's what it is. Um, and there's fucking music on it. <laughs> Thanks, Steve Jobs. He uh, he was he was something man. He tripped acid one day. He's like Apple. I'm making Apple. Garden of Eden. Let's do it. <laughs> but for real, let's take the stickers off your laptop, off the webcam laptop. Who gives a fuck? People see you. I I don't have one on. I don't. I've seen people do it and people talked about it. Then, and I might have done it for a little bit. But I definitely took it off. I mean, I haven't had it on since whatever. But <laughs> who cares, you know? Uh, what are you worried about? Are you worried about them seeing you jack off or something? I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I'll jack off, look straight in the camera, and then fucking flick it off. I hope somebody's watching. <laughs> it, it, it gets me off. No, just kidding. But the point I'm just making is you're you're not stopping anything with your fucking with your fucking <laughs> sticky note cut out over your fucking webcam. Come on. If somebody wants in, they're gonna get in, and you're not gonna stop them. You don't know fucking cybersecurity. I don't know fucking 
cybersecurity. It's pretty simple. same note not on the same note but what happened to approaching a person face to face um it doesn't have to be man to man be woman to man woman to woman man to man it doesn't matter sexual orientation trans man to man trans man trans woman who cares But if you have a problem with somebody, what happened to just going up and talking to them and be like, yo, what's going on? Like, what the fuck? What? I thought this was happening, but you said this, or somebody else said this, blah, blah, blah. You know, either that's in your personal life, work, or relationship. At least uh, at work, this hasn't happened to me. Well, I guess it has happened to me in the past. Maybe even today, who knows? Um, but what happened when just talking to them face to face and be like hey these these are where we're thinking different you know I get what you're doing but I don't see it that way so this is why I did that or why I reacted like that uh, and let's come to a mutual understanding and move forward but now people just like go and cry to their mommies um I say that in a metaphorical sense, of course, but I mean, I mean, you experienced that as a kid. People would just go and tell their parents. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Literally, people instead of like just saying it, yeah, like talking to them face to face, especially if you have it sit like a couple cubicles next to each other. Um, <laughs> it's, instead, they you know, CC or tag their fucking, like, the boss and upper manager in a fucking email and, like, ask, like, a very direct and, like, questioning question, like, questioning your integrity as a person and as an employee. We are just like, it wasn't necessary. You could just talk to me, man. We're just people, bro. Let's figure it out. Why you snitch? I'm not doing anything wrong. Whatever. I guess that's the world we live in. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to a fucking... What am I doing? I'm talking to a fucking microphone. Like, nobody's here. So, I mean... Fuck am I to judge, I guess. Don't listen to me. (laughs) Yeah, um, here's one thing I really want to talk about, um, is hate speech, um, and just speech in general, even the things I've said on this podcast, past ones, things I'm going to say, things I'll probably get in trouble for saying, words I'll get in trouble for using that I shouldn't use, um, somebody told me so, 
And usually when somebody tells me something without an explanation behind it, I mean, not sure I'll listen to your explanation if it's logical, sure. I'll listen to it and I won't, sure, I won't say that thing. I won't say that word anymore. But... Or won't do that thing or whatever. Won't do whatever. But if usually in my life when people have just told you straight up this is how it is and you ask why and they said because I said so or you know, go take a lap bitch or something like that. Go take a lap pussy. It's usually wrong. Um and you know, we're really lucky in this country that we do have the First Amendment and the religious, <laughs> religious, I mean, do you have the freedom to your own religion, uh, religious worship rights? We also have the uh, freedom of speech, which is awesome. And it doesn't say freedom for good speech, freedom for most speech and some things that we deem inappropriate to say. Um, you know, that's not how the law is written. Sure, if somebody says something that you disagree with, or even something I disagree with me on, or I disagree with you, sure, you can, you can hate them for it. You, you're allowed to. Um, I'd advise against it. I don't think you should hate somebody just because they say something you don't like, but it's, you're allowed to. You can hate them all you want, but... You can't tell them not to say that. You could maybe say, in my opinion, I don't think you should say that because of X, Y, and Z. And give a reason. Sure. Instead of saying, hey, fuck you, you fuckhead. You're an asshole. You can't say that. You're offending me. Fuck you. Well, then all that other person's going to do is be like, fuck, fuck me. Well, fuck you. <laughs> but I don't know. I think in our social atmosphere right now, at least in America, and I think it's happening mostly around the world, at least in countries that aren't starving, um, you know, countries that can afford to fucking have these debates about what's right and what's wrong to say to people. Um, you know, but I think we're on a slippery slope and this term hate speech is, it's a, it's a very slippery slope because, and it's mainly because who defines what hate speech is. That is the main reason because sure, I think we on a community and most people in society, you can't ever say all people. You can never say all people because there is always going to be bad people who think bad things, who are racist, who are uh, whatever other is. I don't homophobics or transphobic or whatever. Um, There's and yeah, on a society. Like, on a society, most of us, not all of us, most of us can agree on things that we should or should not say, but once we agree on those, you know, certain things, 
what happens to that list of things we can't say? Is that it? No, of course not. Never make your list. You don't make it shorter. You make it longer. Especially if it's things to reject and cut out of society or cut out of yourself or your behavior. You know, I'd say a lot of us could probably make a longer list of the things we dislike about ourselves and the things we like about ourselves. I bet that... I mean, it's kind of a dark way to look at it, I guess. Maybe that's just me. But I'd say a lot of people probably would... If you literally sat them down and be like, okay, write the things you dislike about yourself. Or you'd have to start with what? I don't know. I think you could start with either one. It's kind of an experiment I want to do now. So a little social experiment. Write down the things you like, and then write down the things you dislike about yourself. And I'd say most people, I don't know what most people is, maybe 60%, would have a longer list of things they dislike about themselves. You know, whether that's their hair, their skin complexion, their body weight, whatever. You know, their calf size. <laughs> uh, their large feet, whatever it is. Who knows? I mean, we all have things we're picky about on just our physical appearance. And then what about your mental appearance, your mental attitude, your... You know, things you may or may not have done in the past. Um, and yes, we all have beautiful memories. I have beautiful memories as well. But I don't know. It'd be interesting. So just going off that same thought, if, I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with me or not, but that's, I, I'd like to see more people would point out the more negative things about themselves than positive. And going off that, that's what hate speech would turn into. Um, you know, there's no coin term good speech. Like, we don't praise somebody and give somebody a cookie for saying something great, like amazing, full of wisdom, and in a Morgan Freeman voice as an intro to a movie. I mean, yeah, we pay him millions of dollars, but I guess people get social credit for saying good things as well. But that's even weirder. The social good credit system, any social credit system is weird. Any social system, I guess. But once you start with this term hate speech, it's just going to grow bigger and bigger into more and more things. You know, we'll get the obvious things out of there, like we shouldn't say the N-word or call people faggots um, or even say it. Um, you know, I, I, I argue, I actually argued, I didn't really argue, I was kind of drunk, but I guess I did argue with somebody back in college about using the word faggot and they were telling me oh some people you know feel really bad when they hear that word and my argument was well it's just a word they should get over it and yes I was young and very dumb at the time um and honestly I didn't know any gave I didn't have any gay friends or know any gay people intimately, or at least that I know of. Um, but then, you know, and I was pretty much an asshole about it. Um, but then I'm, there's a guy that I work with that's gay, and I had no idea he was gay for a couple months. Like, he just seemed like a normal dude, like football, like 
and I'm not saying you know yeah but he, he just I don't know he didn't seem gay to me he reminded me of my dad who knows maybe my dad's gay I don't think so but <laughs> I mean he made me but and then I actually ended up playing in a gay softball league and I might play in it again this year I don't know though because this isn't even really a brag, but it kind of is. I might be too good to play on the team that uh, all my coworkers are playing on. So I don't know if I want to do it. I don't really want to be on a team of people I don't really know. Um, and it's not, I mean, everybody in that league is pretty much gay. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I just realized gay people are fucking people. And they're fucking awesome. They're hilarious. They're super nice. Uh, one old dude tried to touch my dick like two separate occasions. Uh, I swatted him. I said, "Hey, bro, that's that's kind of weird." Had to make a scene of it. You know, I kind of took it as a flattery. Like, okay, I guess I'm cute to this old creepy dude. Um, it's kind of scary. And then I fucking realized what girls fucking go through probably twenty four seven. Not saying girls are always, you know, guys are trying to grab their, <laughs> grab their, <laughs> but some are for sure. Um, some go crazy. You don't know, you don't know what, what people are on. So, and I realize, you know, talking actually to. My co-workers, I don't think they're married, so not his husband, but at least his partner. Uh, if they are married, then my bad, I didn't know. But, I mean, they live together, they have dogs together. They're super nice dudes. Super smart guy. Um, and I remember at one of the games, like, we were, uh, they were trying to get me to do a fucking <laughs> a drag show. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to go. Um you know, maybe, maybe I'd go with, like, some of my guy friends, you know, with some girlfriends, too. But I don't know those people that well, and I'm not going to that. Sorry. But they were fucking, like, making fun of me, like, saying I look cute as a girl and shit. And I'm just, I just have to take it, and I'm like, huh. And they're like, yeah, his name be Kylie. And then I said something along the lines, oh, like, you know, because kids are mean back, you know, in school and stuff. You know, like, kindergarten, first grade, like kids would call me Kylie, you know, because sometimes there'd be a girl named Kylie, um, sometimes they have it with teachers, too, um, and it didn't really bother me as a kid, but I'm sure it did a little bit, and I was like, no, I'm not a girl, I'm a boy, but then, um, my co-worker's partner, he was like, oh, yeah, well, that's cute, well, kids used to call me faggot back in in school, and I was, and he's an older gentleman, I'd say, 50s, maybe, and I could see, you know, he had a couple beers in him, um, it was a hot day outside, but I could see in his eyes that it really, that that really hurt his feelings when he was a kid, and maybe even so nowadays, um, and it kind of just, that, Flip just switch. Even though I had been around these guys and played on the softball team for, I think it was like two or three months. Um, you know, I would never call any of them a faggot or you, you know, or sit, call them anything like that. You know, they're all super nice people. 
Um, but I always just thought words were words. Um, you know, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, that's what I grew up on. Um, but I could I could see the the hurt in his eyes when he said that, and I was like, oh. Well, I don't feel bad at all for being called Kylie now. Like I can tell, like you were being ridiculed ever since you were young for being something that you were, and and something that you felt deep down. And that fucking I couldn't imagine that pain. And you know, I do my best to try not say it anymore. If I do say it, I'm never saying it as a. Uh, insult directed at anybody I never really did before um honestly it might slip out when I'm playing video games playing Call of Duty or something and get killed in a fucking dumbass way it might slip out um but I mean I'm not hurting anybody I'm not directing it at anybody um the team can't hear you um so, I mean, yeah, I agree there are some words we shouldn't say. Um, but it's a thin line we have to walk because it's it's only going to grow, especially, I mean, my main concern is who defines what hate speech is. Um you know, everybody has different opinions of hate. You know, I just expressed the opinion how I thought it wasn't quote-unquote hate speech when I was younger, and this was only, like, three or four years ago, and now I think differently. Um, so, I mean, my view has changed on what is and what isn't, you know, hateful speech and... So if my opinion can change over time, what's to say I don't think something else is hateful or somebody calls me Kylie again and I'm like, okay, that's it. You you misgender me and that hurts my feelings. Um, And I think you should be thrown in jail or reprimanded. Um, I don't know. I think it's a dangerous slope. Sure, maybe if I thought, you know, I think I am a Kyle. You know, I'm a guy. And if someone called me Kyla, honestly, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Because um, that's not who I am. Um, and I never thought about, you know, obviously being a girl or anything like that or transitioning. So I don't know how those people in their minds think. Um, so I honestly don't know. I know... There were some people that had were either transitioning or about to transition um, on this, on the softball teams. I didn't know at the time, but we've talked about it later on. My coworker. Um, I don't know. I don't know that area at all, but um, I think it's just a slippery slope. What we define as hate speech because today it's it's really just used to protect social you know protected social groups like people that have been honestly marginalized in the past such as black people who are very this country the United States of America is built honestly on racism and slavery um, that was a huge backbone of the economy 
uh, especially of the southern states and um i mean that's just a fact and it's kind of it's it sucks fucking blows um you know and there's there was a word used that defamed them then so now it's kind of or it is an insult to say it now and it's rude and so we don't and i'd say pretty much everybody agrees on that except for black people because i say it all the time but that's cool i don't care do what you want i don't care at the end of the day um but you know today it's hate speech will be used to protect marginalized people which i think it probably should like we shouldn't be saying bad things towards anybody but you can't enforce it in law because that's a very slippery slope because hate is it's not in an objective definition it's very subjective it's based on who's the judge and who's arresting the people that's you know carrying out these laws and who's executing them um and those would differ i bet you'd see a lot of cases where people get arrested for hate speech and then a judge rules it oh it's not that bad um you know they make the penalty less or just expunge it altogether because it's a subjective thing and the thing about it being subjective especially by people in power and people who want to control people and especially control what people say most countries don't have uh, freedom of speech fucking Canada doesn't you can get in trouble for saying the wrong thing to somebody Um, people have been fined thousands of dollars for a joke they did in a comedy set in a comedy routine where people go and pay to see comedy and they know people are going to joke about things that maybe or may not be real and they're going to express some things that may or may not be true or they may or may not believe it's there to make you laugh and that's it you get offended that's on you honestly and yes you can get offended from some jokes and not find them funny surely you cannot find them funny um Maybe the joke needs to be written better or done better, but in the day we can't censor speech. We just can't. Even if it's bad speech, even if it's shit we don't agree with, the best thing you can do is say you can say I don't think you should be allowed to say that. Or no, I don't even think you should say that. Nope. But you could say I don't like that you said that and here's why you know here's why saying that is wrong but if you just censor and shut people down instantly they're just gonna double down that's what people do you know we don't like people we say we like change especially if you're in business and technology like oh yeah i can change i'm very culpable i can do it Oh, we're not. Our biology is still pretty much the same since it's been since we've been like hunter gatherers. Our DNA hasn't caught up that much to the world we're living in. It hasn't changed that much. Still the same thing. I think our computing power has definitely increased. Uh, knowledge capacity, things like that. But I think on the DNA molecular level, I don't think there's that much of a difference compared to. The difference all differences across of all of 
biology and just the universe over 14 billion years. Um, I think we need to slow down. If people say some hateful shit, I don't like it either, but I think they should be allowed to say it. And more importantly, they should, they should, people should be allowed to fucking shit on them for it afterwards. I mean, you can't shut them down, but at least, I mean, express an opinion towards it. Don't just scream at people with emotion. Emotion doesn't solve conflicts. Um, At least logic-based conflicts, I guess, emotion can cause uh, conflicts in relationships where you just look past all the other bullshit and realize the emotion's so strong I'm gonna do no matter what for you so yeah in that sense but I mean if it's somebody you disagree with I doubt that that's how you feel towards them so logic should or reason reason should trump emotion in that sense and just further on um you can't can't censor hate speech and uh, pretty much everything's rigged the political system's rigged it's all fucking rigged it's all game the best way you can know is a game because we have a political system where we voluntarily vote for representatives people that are supposed to do the bidding of the people base and we make our votes entirely based off what they're saying and what they're doing and their biases and their track record and well I mean you should you should take what a person has done in their past and you know definitely examine it and go forth with it but just the fact that we're voting based on biases um, and you know candidates pre- determine biases is, I think it's, it's wild to think about because I mean I guess there's no other way to do it because you're not going to know who somebody is in said role until they're in that role and then it, once they have that role it's too late they're already in they're already voted in it's just funny how we vote based off of okay I'm on the red team oh I like the red team or I agree with some things from the red team or at least I agree with what this candidate is saying and it aligns with what I think as well and what I think of the world and really just what you think of the world and your political opinion or anything like that no matter what opinion you have on any topic including the words I'm saying right now I'm going to say it's just bias. Um, you're entirely biased off of your own, your own living experience. Um, you know, as I said before, I didn't have any gay friends or friends that were gay um, when I was younger. So I didn't really, I didn't know how gay people were or anything. I, I just assumed. I don't know that. All of them talked in a high-pitched voice, and I don't know, just liked fucking guys. I didn't know. 
Um, which I guess, yeah, that's what being gay is. You like fucking dudes. But, you know, they're, they're just normal. Everyone's just a person. They're just people, too, and super friendly. Basically, every single gay person I met in Sao Paulo was super friendly. Um, maybe they're trying to fuck me, I don't know, but... your biases can change over time but either way you're still biased now I think oh most gay people are like super fucking nice super fucking nice maybe a little too nice a little creepy but you know um you know now that's my bias um my bias of people that grew grew up in white picket fence neighborhood was spoiled around kids and then I realized oh I am one of those kids uh and yeah I've definitely spoiled a little bit I've had my privilege so to speak um sure I haven't struggled as much as others um and I don't envy the struggle even though the struggle is what builds a human what makes them stronger um we're all biased in the fact that we're just we're voting for people to represent us when we know they're not and they just do whatever the fuck they want when they get in there point whoever the fuck they want and do whatever the fuck they want to do I think that's crazy why can't we really just rule ourselves all of us no I don't know how to do that (laughs) I've had a crazy idea where we should all just have, we should have a fucking app. Honestly, we should just have an app in each week. Every week, we have certain things that we vote on. All of us. All 320 plus million. If you have an app or an internet connection or anything like that, and you... I mean, we're already all connected. So, I mean, we might as well just stop playing this charade and we might as well just hook up to the grid and the system, right? Or get the fuck off it. I kind of want to get off of it, but at the same time, how am I going to talk into the microphone for this? <laughs> you know, and I'm sure nobody might ever listen, but the, nobody's really going to listen if I'm off the grid. Come on. Why would you want to do that? So, I don't know. And it's a crazy high idea because the instant first negative thing you think of is, no, we can't have an app, stupid, where all American people vote on, you know, certain issues going on. Or should we make this law a law? Should it be passed? You know, instead of these fucking old-ass Congress people that with fucking, fucking corporations in their pockets and... You know, all the, pretty much all the evil people we could ever think of, you know, lying in their pockets. Because nobody, I mean, yes, there's some people out there contributing to political campaigns because they like this person. They think they can make the country better. Blah, 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 blah. But for the most part, they want something out of it. 
Um, it's just a selfish endeavor because pretty much everything is as a human. Um, even if you're trying to help people, it's selfish because the most, re, re, the most, I guess, common reason that people say they like helping people is because it makes them feel good. Well, that's selfish then. You're, li- you're only helping them because you're trying to feel good. You're trying to get that little rush you get from helping them, helping somebody worse than yourself. I'm not saying you shouldn't help people. You definitely should. We all should help each other. We should all be a large-ass community. But at the same time, you know, if we had that had voting system, you know, I think it'd be pretty easy to hack in that bitch. We'd have to put it on the blockchain. But no, not everybody's going to be connected to the blockchain. And then we're, then we're just going to have fucking millionaires make out bots to go on the bot blockchain and fucking vote how they want. Create fake people, create fake dead people names, you know. Right, Abraham Lincoln 10,000 times. I mean, they do that with paper ballots. How are you not going to do it on a fucking computer where literally human eye can't scan enough? You know, you can't scan that many of those votes that fast. Yes, I think we should leverage it, but it's hard to protect. Especially the fucking polling systems we use now. I don't believe, you shouldn't believe any election. <laughs> it's probably already bought. Honestly, all you gotta do is buy the people that make the machines. Or not even that, you buy the people that collect the tallies afterwards or I don't know, you can ease you can do it hundreds of ways. Hundreds of ways. I could think of more ways to probably, even though I don't, I'm not a hacker, I don't know how to hack and shit, but I kind of understand how you can or set off a trigger so it does trigger, you know, towards one guy or another system, at least. I might not understand the factors and how getting into it, but I know how you can do it once you're in, and I know you can get in. It's simple to get in. You just got to know somebody. You just got to pay somebody some money. And people that we're going to pay to do that are trying to influence shit. Honestly, that's what I would do if I was a fucking multi-billionaire. Even if it was to get fucking weed passed or drugs decriminalized. I'd do the same shit. I fuck yeah, I'm going to fucking rig the election towards yes. Like, <laughs> it's a long time coming. Come on, what the fuck are we doing? All the fucking hippies in San Francisco and Google fucking microdosing on LCD every day, but yeah, you guys aren't fucking, <laughs> you guys aren't hacking shit to where you say 100% of the people are in for legalization. Like, come on, you have the data, just do it. <laughs> Talk about fight the power, come on, I'm part of the shit. I mean, we all are, but it's okay. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. It goes for myself. It goes for you. It goes, I wish everybody in power would stop pretending either. Just tell us what it is. Tell us what's going on.
Tell us all the Black Ops CIA shit you're doing. Let's see if we can handle it. If you really do have some Black Ops conspiracy theory shit where you're trying to kill him, you know, the entire world and re- restart, just tell us. Because about half of us will go insane instantly and be like, oh my god, it is true. And flick a switch in their brain and they'd fucking go insane. You know? I think I'd be fine. Be like, I mean, I told you, like, like, what'd you think? And I'd show up at work the next day. Hey, what's, or at least work from home. <laughs> you know, say, hey, what's up with that paycheck? Oh, you still, you guys still, you guys still paying? <laughs> okay, I'm still here. What What are we doing? I'm trying to survive. That's it. I don't think that's what we're trying to do. So I don't blame you. But if there was, I don't know, my advice to the big man upstairs, and I don't mean God, I mean, and I don't mean this either, it's a joke. I mean Donald Trump, I mean the government, the big man upstairs, um, running shit. Hey, just tell us, man. Tell us there's aliens. <laughs> you know, whatever. I think most of us can handle it. And those that can't, you know, you got your CIA black op shit handled. All you had to do was tell them the truth. You're so scared of telling people the truth because you think we can't handle it. Think we're weak. Try us, bitch. I'm kidding, I don't fucking know. I'm really just rambling on. I'm done with my notes. Uh, I got less than two minutes left, so I think we'll call it a quits. Uh, thanks for being with me. In this abyss. On this rock floating in space. In infinite space. As far as we know. Have a great night, and I love you.